Something's gonna make me happy on here. I know, because for one year Rhea's been looking at Twitter, and then and then we have a fight afterwards yeah, yeah, because yeah, you yeah, get yeah. super stressed yeah, out. Just throw things. It's and... understandable, but it's hard. Whoa! Anyway, yes, you know what I'm. You all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Today there was an election, and whoa, some 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 people with a heart and a brain. <laughs> it's a real scarecrow tin man situation. Yep, a real. And courage. <laughs> yeah. Won some things. If I... Anyway. Uh, two, tran- two openly trans women elected yes. to public office, which is fantastic. Yes! Not only that, one of them beat the dude that wrote the fucking bathroom thing. So fuck yourself! So this is great. And I'm actually... And thank God, right? Like, I really needed it, and I needed to feel... Uh, I'm sure we, so many of us did. You know, we, we need to feel bu- buoyed by... <laughs> my goodness. Do you know what sure. happened yesterday? Rhea and I were on a plane. I didn't even know this was possible. We were flying back from Boston last night, <laughs> and after we already took off... You know how sometimes a plane is delayed? That did not happen. Have you ever been on a plane, and you take off, and they go, Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but the flight is just longer now. <laughs> Have you ever had that? That literally happened. It's a five and a half hour flight or like a five hour flight. And they just went on and said, the flight is now seven hours. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was a seven. It was an over seven hour. They yeah. just said, we had a, we go, whoops, whoops. <laughs> it's just a seven hour flight. <laughs> We got home at one in the morning, which <laughs> yeah. is fine. But I watched a whole movie and then looked at the time remaining, and it was five hours. Right. <laughs> I was like, why am I not in Scotland or some shit right now? Do you not mean the two-hour part, but I mean at the end of it. No, I but skipped a do you mean bit. to you say understand. that you're surprised that when you flew two hours west, west. from Boston that you right. weren't yes. in Scotland? <laughs> That is what I said. However, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I wish you would have stood up on the plane and said that two hours into flying west from Boston. Why am I not in Scotland right now? I feel like air mul- marshals just come out of nowhere. people would have agreed with me yeah. on that flight. They would have been like, yeah, feels right. Feels right. 
It was a super long flight and very confusing. I've never had that happen. Just, all right, well, since you're on the plane, we're going to slow it down. (laughs) This one's for the lovers. (laughs) No, uh... By the way, this also is a great time for me to tell you the truth. That our Um, outfits are amazing tonight? Our outfits are amazing. But the other truth, that's one truth, but the other truth, which is that nobody has ever had sex in an airplane bathroom. It's never happened. It's never happened. This is a propaganda campaign led by big toilet sex. It's false. That has never happened. And now we... And now we all know. <laughs> Can I ask you? No, I don't disagree with you. We, uh, we agree. Of course on you this. don't, because it, it doesn't make I just any said the sense. Truth. Everyone would know you were doing it, so no one would ever do it. Anyway, why did you? Why did this come up for you recently? Other than being on a plane? Yeah. Well, we've had flown to Boston, and I was just I'd been ruminating on it for a couple days because yeah. I'm five four, and when I go in the airplane bathroom, I go, oh my god, this is as big as I can be. <laughs> I was one single person, 5'4". <laughs> this is a size that fits in here. <laughs> sort of. Sure. And then I'm always like, no. You can't. Yeah, no, I... Someone I mean, would have to use the toilet for some sort of leverage. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely, for sure. What? Someone said, or, <laughs> someone said, or the sink. No, and the toilet. You can't... There's no positioning where they yeah. can just use the sink. Somebody's in the toilet. <laughs> That's what's happening. You're in the air like, oh, man, I'm really in the mood. Get in the fucking toilet. Get in the toilet. <laughs> it's never happened. I don't believe it. Thank God we got to the end of that. I said, Boston slow plane. Got it. Oh, also, backstage, oh. Rhea was being racist to me. No, I was not... <laughs> Uh, tell them tell them what you said I I just said man you are Italian that's what I said but then tell them why I just didn't understand it was actually a thing what to be Italian (laughs) but tell them like fiery Italian you run hot I turned on the oven at our house and then well, I had you to hear take this story. a very important phone call. And I was on that phone call for an hour and a half. And I got off the phone call and Cameron was like, you left the oven on for an hour and a half. It is so hot in here. I am so hot. And you were furious. So nobody, nobody's laughing because that was They're reasonable. All like <laughs> Rhea turned the oven on to five it was not 500 degrees. degrees. I it never turn an oven on to 500 degrees. It was, okay. First of all, it our was oven is off by 25 degrees. There's no way that's true. I set it to 450 because that's really 425 Can I ask you guys inside a question? the oven. Can I ask you guys a question? If you set the oven to 450, but you were trying to describe to somebody in a angry, hyperbolic way... How hot the oven was? Don't you think it's really You'd reasonable it to, to say it's five hundred degrees? You wouldn't round sure. Down. Yes, okay. I I understand how you would want to do that as as okay. a, as a writer, Fine. as a story smith. Let me, but as someone who bakes often, let me literally no one bakes at five hundred degrees. Okay, let me remake my point. Rhea left the oven on for one and a half hours at four hundred and fifty degrees. <laughs> Let me just ask you 
ask you this. If there had been food in the oven, would you have been mad? No. <laughs> but you were baking nothing. Because you, I had a baker! <laughs> then you go, then you go like this. Actually, this is a really interesting idea. Your phone's in your pocket, you have your headphones on, you go. Off. <laughs> or were you on our landline? <laughs> well, let me ask you this other question. So you saw the oven and you were like, I can't believe she left the oven on. It's 450 degrees. It is so hot in here. No, no, that is actually not what happened. That is not what happened. I was in my office on the elliptical and the heat went towards your office and it found you and was like, guess what? She no. left the oven on. No. You should go this check it out. This is what happened. I was in my office on the elliptical, slowly walking, going, oh my God, I can't believe that was seven hours. So slow walking. <laughs> then I got off the elliptical. I was a little warmed up and I went into the house and I was like, oh my God, the air conditioning broke while I was on the elliptical. And then I went and looked at the air conditioning device, which you know, I don't know how to use. I do know that. And then I pressed it a bunch of times. Oh, great. Nothing yeah. changed. Okay. That you know of. So then I went... <laughs> so then I went in the kitchen and I went... Oh, then I turned off immediately. <laughs> but this is very racist that you think Italians... <laughs> That Italians are too no. hard on ovens being on? That came out. It sounded... No, you, I don't like how that sounded. What That kind of sound... Never mind. I'm not even going to go... It's fine. Um, no, I just like... Two years ago, we were in Boston or somewhere in New England, and we were walking around, and there was a store that was like a cookware store, and so it had all these various uh, aprons with funny things uh -huh. printed on it. And one of them that I took a photograph of was... I'm not angry, or I'm not yelling, I'm just Italian. <laughs> and you were just like yelling at me about the oven, like you were really, re just really yelling at but me I about the oven. But I wasn't yelling. You were just being Italian. <laughs> <laughs> These Sometimes people when it works, don't know really what great. I have to deal with though. <laughs> Which is what? The Let's other get day, into it. The other day when we were in a hotel, I was... You know how when you have a wife <laughs> and you have a dop kit and your wife has a dop kit. If you guys don't know what a dop kit is, it's what you put all your shit in. All your like... Do people not know things. what that is? I don't know. It's a weird word. <laughs> Wait, really? You didn't know what that was? It's a bag. A travel kit. It's a bag that's that's supposed to be for men, but we got it. And <laughs> we put all our crap in there. It's like yeah, a purse. It's a toiletry bag. Thank yeah, it's you. a toiletry, toiletry bag. Thank you for it's the toiletry. It's a men's toiletry bag. It's not a purse. Um, <laughs> so if you have a toiletry bag and your wife has a toiletry bag, you we all know that... You want to dig around in your wife's <laughs> toiletry bag to see what she has in there. 
because you might have forgotten something and you want to know what's in there because she has the good tweezers. I do have the good tweezers. So I was in the shower. Third generation tweezers. Yes. It's true. They've been handed down. I was in the shower and I don't wear my glasses in the shower, obviously. I have terrible vision and contacts. Take my contacts out, get in the shower. I'm like, oh, I got to get... I don't remember what I was even looking for. <laughs> Some toothpaste or something. I'll use... I'll look in Rhea's bag first. 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 Because it's closer and wives don't really mind sharing. <laughs> so I reached my little hand out of the shower and into the toiletry bag mm-hmm. and what was in there a open a, an open razor razor <laughs> look the end of my finger is gone <laughs> i reached in and i went oh no it's a saw like trap <laughs> and i started bleeding all over the place but i'm so blind i don't even know what's just bitten me <laughs> i just know that my wife who doesn't love to share that much, has put her dop kit closest to the shower. Yeah, I maybe thought on of, purpose, yes, sure. put a little trap in there. Yeah, you think my idea of a little trap would be a razor blade? <laughs> what would it be? I don't know. I don't think about traps, but I definitely wouldn't put a razor blade in there. Well, it was awful. I started bleeding all over the shower. I'm sorry about Then I finger. was just, you know, you're in a hotel. You're just grabbing stuff to try and stop the bleeding, but the only, but everything is a white towel. Right. There's blood all over the frickin' bathroom, yeah. and then we had to go to a show, so sorry to that person who cleaned our room. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, they didn't even call the police or anything, honestly. Nope, not at all. <laughs> I feel like that was minimal, probably, mm-hmm. from what they've seen. You, did, you r- ran out of toothpaste on this trip. Uh-huh. And I feel like we have to share with them oh. what you did. <laughs> Cameron ran out Wait, of toothpaste. Wait, stop. Wait, stop. I have to have a preface. When you hear this, I would appreciate if you still liked me. <laughs> you could all sign this agreement that I'm passing around. I had to do what I had to do. <laughs> So my wife likes to brush her teeth a lot. I love it. She's really into it. I love to brush she my teeth. She brushes her teeth after she I eats. like to have clean teeth. <laughs> she brushes her teeth so much. It's so often, and it makes me feel like I don't brush my teeth, but I definitely do. Not enough. So we got to the point on the trip where we ran out of toothpaste. Uh-huh. And Cameron really... We were at oh, the we venue. Oh, we were at the venue, I yes. want to say, there was and no you, other option. Yeah, there, it's not, I there couldn't was no leave. It was right before the make. show. I didn't realize I didn't have my toothpaste with she me. She didn't bring her toothpaste. I didn't realize I didn't even have a toothbrush to do a quick dry brush. <laughs> so, uh... I had nothing. So, Cameron, you improvised. I did. And you used something else I on did. your teeth. Do you care to let everybody know what you used to brush your teeth before I that show? I used a baby wipe. <laughs> gasping at horror. I, I will be honest with you guys. She told me she was going to do it. I was like, no. And then she did it and I went, oh. because I could smell it and then taste it. And I was like, oh, those are for butts. Oh. Okay. I want 
there. This one hadn't been near a butt. I mean, that's not what I meant either. It's just, it's designed for a butt. <laughs> Give it I that. mean, I guess a mouth is a butt with teeth, so... so. <laughs> thinking about everything. <laughs> I think we all needed a laugh. Mm. Oh, God, that's awful. You know what I'm thinking about. Do you know what I'm thinking about? You know what I'm thinking about. What's the number one thing I'm thinking about? Guess. That dentata thing? No. <laughs> that's no. A, that's no, the front. That, no, I know, but there's a movie about it. I thought you were going to talk about that horror movie. I'm thinking of a different horror movie, Rhea! <laughs> what horror movie? If you can't guess, you don't know me at all. Oh. Think about things that I hate. Yeah, I Rhea. know. Human centipede. Yes, the human centipede. <laughs> don't you say no to me. I didn't write that. <laughs> I didn't introduce that into the zeitgeist. I was just living my own life. And then one day, I have not even seen the movie. But I have just seen diagrams. And now I don't have to see the movie. <laughs> Someone had that as a necklace once. Like on Etsy, they made the diagram into like what? I don't like it. What's I don't want to talk about it. I'm bailing. I'm getting out. Pull, All right, that's fine. Pull the chute. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what was the one thing that I watched for four seconds? I got out very quickly, what? but I watched the very beginning of The Mummy from The Mummy Summer. The Mummy Summer. Do you guys remember this last summer when there was the mummy all over the place and nobody saw it, unfortunately? Uh, for Tom Cruise only, not for anybody else. Um, I watched the very beginning of that, mm -hmm. and they are for sure in a depressurized plane immediately. Mm -hmm. It just made me think, like, what would Tom Cruise be without a depressurized plane? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Can you imagine that guy without, like... <gasps> Like, what if we never figured out how to do that stunt in movies? Yeah, I don't know. Just sliding, that's all he'd be known for. Mm -hmm. That's a funny joke. I agree. <laughs> I think it was underappreciated by the audience. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, Rhea, um, there it is. I do want to say one on final thing on the baby wipe story. <laughs> This did happen because I also always carry baby wipes with me when I travel. Rock stars aren't going to tell you this, but your get your butt gets awful. <laughs> if you don't use if you use hotel toilet paper, you got to bring baby wipes. I would recommend it to all travelers. That is the way to live. I did use a baby wipe on my teeth. I did say to you, "It's fine. I feel fine." It was Terrible tasting. <laughs> I would probably still do it again. Oh, man. Holy shit. In the same circumstance. <laughs> not in other circumstances? No, yeah, no. Not like if I had going toothpaste. up in a hot air balloon? What? <laughs> Gotta brush my Why teeth. Why would I be going up in a hot air know. balloon I but have baby wipes? pitching some other circumstances that you might brush your teeth with a baby wipe. Do you think anybody's ever had sex in a hot air balloon? Definitely. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> 
I would be so worried about falling out the oh, side. Oh, yeah, constantly. I would be really worried about catching on fire. <laughs> and then falling out of the side. So that <laughs> is a great point. Being worried about catching on fire, Ria. Oh, God damn it. That, my darling But then love. I could probably put it out with a baby wipe. <laughs> I may be Italian, but I also just worry about things catching on fire, like our apartment with both of us in it. When you bake nothing for one and a half hours at specifically 450 degrees. <laughs> Guys, we've been great. We've been hilarious. We're back! I like this next comic a lot. I once worked with him uh, on the road in Madison, I think. It was. And it was just such a fun fucking time. And he also helped me film like an audition. Oh, yeah. And it was very intimate audition. And this is a very nice... What I mean is I had to say weird, sexy words. And that... that so now our friendship is in a great place ever since then. <laughs> uh, and anyway... Also a hilarious comic that you will love. Please welcome to the stage, Grant Lyon. Give it up for him. Come on. That was a fun intro, huh? Yeah, our friendship is based on saying sexy words awkwardly. Hey, that's fun. Oh, man. This is, uh, this is legitimately my favorite time of year. Like, there's Christmas decorations already in groceries are people are you guys ready are you excited i mean it's here it's here it's coming it's coming everybody this is a real thing about me not a joke i'm like weirdly obsessed with christmas my favorite thing in life to do is to go stand next to christmas trees in public places and then make strangers take pictures of me standing next to the trees from their phones and when they're like, how do I get this to you? I'm like, no, 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 that's for you. <laughs> like, that is legitimately how I live my life. <laughs> Thanksgiving's happening, too. I, I, I haven't really figured out how to talk about this yet, but this is a real thing. Thanksgiving is always interesting in my family because I have a, a cousin who is autistic, and for the last 10 years, he cannot remember that I am a comedian and not a magician. Uh, which is like a real thing. So every time I see him, he's like, do a magic trick. And I'm like, nope, Adam, I, nope, I don't. I do not do magic, all right? I did. Okay, when you're a comedian, there is nothing worse than telling someone that you're a comedian and they say, tell me a joke. The only thing worse than that is have someone say, going, do a magic trick. <laughs> and he's like, God damn it, this is what you think of me? God damn it. Uh, I feel like my only out is that I have to learn a magic trick, right? Like, I just have to be at Thanksgiving and be like, oh, Adam, did you want turkey or did you want a basketball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I grew up in a I grew up in an interesting family. I grew up in a very religious family, uh, but it was a different type of religion. I grew up in a religion called Christian Science. Has anybody heard of that? It's not not the same thing as Scientology. Probably a lot of you guys are thinking about Scientology. Christian Science and Scientology have nothing in common except for using the word science in the name and then ignoring it completely. Uh, <laughs> 
so the thing that people remember about Christian Zionists is they don't go to the doctor, they don't go to the hospital, any of that sort of stuff. So I was actually like born at home. All of my siblings were born at home. I was born at home on a table that my dad still has. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I didn't know that until last year we were doing Thanksgiving dinner at my dad's house, and in the middle of fucking Thanksgiving dinner, my dad was like, you know, Grant was born right on this table. And everybody was like, oh, gross. Why are we eating off of it? And my dad, instead of apologizing, just said, relax, I put down a different tablecloth. So... Way to solve that problem, Dad. You know? <laughs> oh, man. I, uh, the world is a scary place right now, huh? You know, I guess. Yeah. Even, if, even with the good news today. I, uh, a lot of people in this country compare Trump to Hitler, right? You guys have heard that. Before that, a lot of people compared Obama to Hitler. Different people. <laughs> oh, man. What shitty luck we've had, huh? Two Hitlers in a row? Oh, jeez. What are the chances, you know? We're on a real low streak here, huh, guys? You know, think at some point we get a Stalin in there or something. That's obviously silly. But I do think it is funny how much we compare stuff to Hitler in our society, right? We do it so much. We compare stuff to Hitler so much that there is legitimately a rule called Godwin's Law. Yeah, you're nodding your head. You know what it is? So Godwin's Law, if you haven't heard of it, says that no matter how a conversation on the internet starts, if it's allowed to proceed long enough, it will always end with someone comparing something to Hitler. Right? You can say, yeah, I'm not making that up. You can look it up. Yeah. Which is, it's funny because it's so true, right? We've all seen that. Like somebody will just post like a picture of Dalmatian puppies and someone else will be like, oh my God, they're so adorable. And somebody else would be like, why don't fire stations still have Dalmatians? Oh, it's probably just because it's like too much work to have a dog at a fire station. No, it's because the government keeps cutting the budget for basic services like fire departments. Oh, it looks like we got a socialist in our mix. I'm not a goddamn socialist. I'm a realist. If we don't say something now, the government's going to cut the budget for everything. Yeah, then they're just going to put us, then they're just going to let us burn alone in our houses with no fire departments. Yeah, pretty soon they're going to put us in incinerators just like Hitler. But the best part of those conversations, right, is there's always one guy at the end that thinks he can save the conversation. He's like, yeah, but what about the puppies? And you're like, no, dude. We're on Hitler now, man. We can't go back to puppies. I think the funniest part about Trump is that he accuses everything of being fake news. But if you're paying attention to the news at all right now, it's like super dark and depressing. Like, that's the stuff you think people are just coming up with? Just like making up out of their imagination, man. If I was making up news, it'd be way more fun than the news that's happening right now. You know, it'd be like Donald Trump fires lead strategist Steve Bannon and replaces him with Billy the Loudmouth Bass. Take me to the river. Drop me in the water. That's fake news. Yeah. Tonight on CNN, scientists say mixing pizza and, and uh, ranch dressing causes cancer, but mixing pizza and slip and slides causes a block party. <laughs> That's fake. Let me write the fake news. <laughs> the United States builds a border wall with Mexico out of those inflatable car dealership guys. <laughs> Don't cross this wacky border. <laughs> That's fake news. 
I am very liberal. You can obviously tell that uh, by looking at my face. Uh, <laughs> but I will say, I want to fight liberals sometimes. We're very annoying. We can be. Here's an example of what I mean. I love playing board games. I play them all the time. And one of my favorite games is a game called Cash and Guns. Has anybody heard of that? Man, dude, are you my fucking soulmate? Why, like, everything I'm saying, you were, like, right on everything. You get it? You get me, dog. Yeah. (laughs) But in the game, the simple version of it is in the game, everybody sits around in a circle holding a foam gun, and on the count of three, you point the gun at someone else, and then whoever survives gets to take the Monopoly money in the middle. And it's dumb, and it's silly. And it's supposed to be dumb, and it's... Silly. But recently I was playing with my very liberal friends and they hated the game because they were uncomfortable pointing the foam gun at another person. The squishy cartoon gun offended their sensibilities. I have played this game with my 70-year-old mother who's like, die, motherfuckers! Ah! But my liberal friends were like, no, I can't point the gun at Greg. He's black and that's an example of systemic racism. <laughs> Arrow gets paid less for the same work. That's not fair. Tim's gay. If I point the gun at him, is that a hate crime? Can I point the gun at myself? Am I allowed to point the gun at myself? I prefer to point the gun at myself. No! You cannot point the gun at... Stop overthinking this. This is supposed to be silly. Why are we making it so serious, okay? This, this game is called Cash and Guns, not White and Guilt, you know? It's so frustrating. Uh, um, all right. Thank you guys very much. I'm going to take off. Thank you guys for having me. That was fun. Grant Lyon, you guys let him hear it. <laughs> I found something when we were traveling. Actually, Cameron found it. I can't take credit for this. She found one single little whisker hair on my face right here. One little tiny little beard hair right here, right up here. And I was like, oh, now I know what it feels like to be a dad. (laughs) And I kept it for a couple days. And I kept thinking, can I feel it? I can't tell if I can feel it. And I was like, it's time to go. And I used those three generational tweezers, which I really just got my hands on because people died. But anyway... Those are my only jokes that I have for tonight. That I found a beard hair, made me feel like a dad. Cool. I'm really just like overwhelmed because I was backstage listening to Grant, but also I looked at Twitter. And do you guys know that guy, Chris Zizzalola? Whatever that guy's name is, he's an idiot. Period. That's it. He just like talks about Donald Trump and he was like, there's a reason why Gillespie, the guy that lost in Virginia, lost in all these places. And the reason is the Trump taint. I feel like they're doing it on purpose now. They're like, clearly you've got to know that the word taint has two meanings. There's absolutely, I know that it has two meanings. There's no way you don't know that it has two meanings. And yeah, definitely it was the Trump taint for sure. His taint was all over that loss. Just smeared all over the loss in Virginia the Trump taint on the Constitution. Anyway, okay, let's keep the show going. (laughs) I mean, it's just, come on. You just serve it up. I'm going to spike it right back in your face. I'm going to spike it right back into your taint. I can't help myself. All right, our next comic, 
also a friend of the show. She's one of my favorites. And also, you should check out her Instagram because she has quite possibly some of the best Halloween costumes I think I've ever seen in my entire life. So check that out afterwards. But right now, give a warm welcome to Virginia Jones. That's nice. My name is Virginia Jones. Um, I look like this, and I know I do. Uh, they say that a woman's eyebrows should be sisters, not twins. My eyebrows aren't even friends. They don't like the same stuff. Um, The most important thing about me is I have a tattoo. This is it. I'm sorry, podcast. Uh, You could probably Google it. Um, It's an octopus. The most important thing about my octopus is that it means uh, nothing. (laughs) It has no... If it means anything, it means that at one point, I had $500. (laughs) Thank you. $500. I just like it because usually your first tattoo is like super significant about like an important time in your life, a a time with your sorority sisters in Cabo. And then if you keep going that way, like you get a whole full arm and then you have a little space that looks like a taco and your 50th tattoo is just like, put a taco. (laughs) The super most important thing is that it made my mom upset, right? (laughs) And like that's her right because like she made this and then I've just been fucking it up. Um, but she was very upset and she goes, "Ah, if it had been born with it, we would have cried and paid a doctor to cut it off. (laughs) I know she's super dramatic. And I was like, it's like, mom, (laughs) if I'd been born with it, you would have had to leave me at the hospital (laughs) because that baby is sick. (laughs) It's a sick baby. (laughs) I know that women have not always been the most popular comics. <laughs> or, let's face it, people. Um, must be faced. <laughs> but I would like to commit to you guys here in front of God and everybody, um, if you will commit to us, like listen to me, like pay attention to me, like give a little of yourself to me, I'll give it back. And I promise to you, as I stand here, no matter how successful I become, I will never drug and rape a bunch of people. I won't do it. I won't do it. I will not even show my dick to anyone who does not want to see it. I will never fuck a houseplant. I won't do any of these things. Never done it before. Why start? Um, I am an animal lover, which means I love animals. And... uh, I don't have an animal of my own right now, but my roommate has a cat, which means that I sort of have a cat, right? Because, like, there's a cat that lives with me, and she's not always using it. And, um... (laughs) Sometimes there's cat available for me to love, and... And the cat eats venison. She eats deer meat. Have you guys heard of this? 
Yeah, it's fancy. It's something that white girls do when they don't have kids. Um, and I don't think it's wrong. I don't think it's wrong, but I think it sets the cat up for disappointment. Like, because what if our lives were to change and we we're not able to give her the deer meat that she's become? That's what food is to her. Like, I'm just asking. Have you guys thought about how many cats it would take to take down a fucking deer? <laughs> like, 30 or 40 cats, like, working together in a way that cats don't. They don't do that just out in the forest with walkie-talkies going... Meow. <laughs> Meow. I mean, I'm not a political comic. I didn't come down here to get political, but I just think that cat food should be made on mouse meat. Or disabled birds. Like something that a domesticated house cat has a reasonable shot at, something that it can achieve. I sometimes do get S&M people and improv people confused because they're both always talking about play and scenes, you know, and partners. And they're both completely insufferable to stand next to at parties. Um, <laughs> really, really bad. Uh, I do... Um, this just happened. I wouldn't mention it otherwise, because it's a terrible... I have an album. It's called Gothic American, because that is how I identify. Now, I was on a podcast, not showing off. I've been on another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was on a podcast, and I'm like, yeah, I have this album, Gothic American. And the host goes, oh, did you know there's a famous painting called American Gothic? <laughs> Are you fucking mansplaining me my own record <laughs> right now? Uh, I did know that. Um, <laughs> so you guys, it is a magical time. It is a night, you know, on a night just like this one. One year ago, the ghost of the election is still upon us. Ooh, and I want to talk about it. So, you know, okay. The, f the night the election happened, and we were all so terribly wrong. And, uh, uh, and my mom cried in her Hillary t-shirt, and, and I cried everywhere. You know, and the first night I thought, you know what? We were wrong. We were wrong. We misjudged how mi dense the middle of the country is. We, we didn't have an idea of how many people were driving around with pickup trucks with a bumper sticker on the back that said, laughs a bitch, don't vote for one. You know, like, <laughs> butter emails. We misjudged. But then the next day, the CNN poll came out that said 53% of white women had voted for Trump. And that's like in the, in the horror movie where they go, oh, the killer is calling from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> because
because we did it to ourselves. We did it to ourselves. And women, we just, we have to get together. We have to get together and kumbaya this shit. We have to raise each other up and we have to start, uh, stop saying things like, I don't think she should be wearing that. And like, stop stealing each other's boyfriends. Like, we are 55, 55% of this country women. We could have voted Hillary in without representation one from the male population. We could have anything we wanted. We could make a law where men had to tape their dick to their legs before they left for work in the morning. <laughs> we could do it. We'd have one guy telling his friend, I don't want to tape my dick to my leg, but it's my third strike. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Good night. Well, that was Virginia Jones. Here we go for Virginia. We are going to keep it right on rolling. This next comic, I was talking to about Patagonia jackets <laughs> prior to the show. He has other credits and a pretty impressive career, but I think that's how he would want me to introduce him. <laughs> Let's hear right now for Andy Hangs. Hi, you guys. <laughs> I didn't mean for, for that to happen with the jacket and then wearing it, but you know, I gotta. I can't take my jacket off. I gotta go get my my cars. My Subaru is running with my golden retriever in it, so I gotta. I gotta get out of there. <laughs> I got. I have ultimate frisbee practice in a couple, so I gotta run right from this set. How's everybody? You guys good? Nice to see you. I am. Uh, I'm sorry about my face. Uh, it just people see me and they they're just like, ah, oh, shit. Like we have work on Monday, you know. <laughs> my face just like reminds people they have taxes and stuff. I'm just like the personification of rules. I don't like it. Uh, I, I went camping, duh. Uh, <laughs> but I went camping by myself recently. I went for five days by myself in the desert to kind of figure some stuff out. And what I figured out was um, I'm pretty lonely. I got that out of that. <laughs> Don't go to the desert if you're already sad. It will not cheer you up. It is a bummer. Like, there, you can't even pretend that things are around you. It's just the barren landscape. You're like, oh, I've deserted myself. <laughs> also, you'll get treated a lot different at the campsite when you're by yourself. I didn't know this. I hadn't camped by myself before. Usually people, like, come up and they're like, want to know what you're up to. Not the case with solo camping guy. People are a lot more cautious. There's a lot of, what's going on with that dude over there? Why is he typing at night? That's weird. Who types at night? I went through a breakup. The last time I did this show, I fucking, I had a girlfriend and dogs and a house. And 2017 has taken all of it from me. I just, yeah. Well, one, of the, one of the dogs passed away? It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, 2017 sucks. Trump killed it. Um, <laughs> not funny. Um, 
no, we broke up and we broke up because we were fighting a lot. And I didn't realize that in a relationship, you can't fight to win because if you win, uh, you have to find a new opponent. You got to find a new opponent. <laughs> and then you got to find a new venue to hold fights at. You got to, <laughs> you got to move. I've been divorced though, so like I'm good at breaking up. I break up like I'm I'm in and out. You know, I I leave with everything I came with. You know, it's like a homeless person being told they can't loiter. I just grab my bindle and I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'll get a studio in East Hollywood. Um, nobody relates to that joke. All right, that's cool. My ex was on um, was on Raya, and I can't get on Raya because I'm not attractive enough. I guess I don't know. If you don't know what Raya is, it's like for famous people. It's like Tinder for famous people and lifestyle bloggers. And um, I couldn't get on it. And I was complaining to a friend who's kind of a celebrity. And I was like, man, this sucks. And he's, he goes, dude, you wouldn't even like it. It's just like models and, and yoga instructors. And I was like, do you know what bad stuff is? He's like, you wouldn't like it. It's just like free money and blowjobs, honestly. Gorilla butlers and private islands. You'd hate it. It's a, it's a nightmare. I uh, I don't like astronauts. I don't. Why why do astronauts get called heroes? You ever think about that? What do they do that's so heroic? They just go to their job, which is very far away. But they chose it. They chose a very far away job. I don't understand why that makes them heroes. Like, they just have a long commute. That doesn't, that's not heroic. If you people work in Riverside, I'm not like, God damn you. You're a fucking hero. Thank you for your service. Also, I found this out. This really rubbed me the wrong way. Astronauts have a hall of fame. Think about that. There's astronauts that have been to space and they're not in the hall of fame. How much are their feelings hurt? They're like, I went to space. They're like, yeah, but you didn't play golf up there or anything. <laughs> it's also not a big number. It's not that big. It's 100, there's 111 astronauts. That's it. That's all. 111. Do you realize how small? That's like if there was a Hall of Fame for this audience. And some of you guys were not in it. You'd be bummed out. Found this out about the Hall of Fame. The entire Challenger crew is in there. And if you don't know why that's weird, um, they all died on their way to space. They did not make it to space. <laughs> like on a pass-fail kind of grading, they are awful astronauts. They all, they're collectively the worst group of astronauts we've ever had as a nation. And they're all in the Hall of Fame. How, how mad are you if you went to space and you find out that shit? You're like, I went to space. They're like, <laughs> I fucked that joke up, but the guy gets mad, all right? Anyways. I'm very broke right now. Uh, I hate it. It's not good. I'm 35. I got to get ready to die pretty soon. And... Um, <laughs> You guys ever been so broke you just start scheming? You guys ever been in that place? <laughs> Where you're just like, what's an invention that we could need? 
How do you get copper? Like, how are people doing that? Where do you get copper? Where is it? I need copper. But I'm amazed right now because there's, there's these kids, and they're like 25, these like millennial kids. And I'm technically a millennial, but I am not this. These are like 25-year-olds. They have like an app and Bitcoin, and they just make all their money. They just, it's just all passively growing over here, and they just spend the rest of the year like lifestyle blogging from Bali, and they have like a Tesla and an open relationship. They're way better at being adults than I am, and they're 10 years younger. And here's why I think that they're so good and the, hang on for this because I know that some of you guys aren't going to like this but my theory is is they're better at being adults because they didn't have to spend high school proving they weren't gay to homophobic men I'm, <laughs> I know that some of you guys don't like that but I, I don't think there's anything wrong with being gay but that's all high school was in the 90s it was a constant defense of your sexuality it was like living in a spy movie and everybody was like, you're a double agent. And you were like, I don't know what you're talking about. And you had to give up everything you believed in. You just, you, you would have one emotion, one emotion. And everybody would be like, you're gay. And you'd be like, no, I'm not. You just start weightlifting. You'd put on like a Limp biscuit shirt, smoke cigarettes, frost your tips. You're like, look how straight I am. That shit doesn't happen anymore. Kids are woke. You call a kid gay? He's like, yeah, maybe I am. Maybe that's part of my journey. And then he just starts coding right away. <laughs> you guys are great. Thank you so much. Andy hates you guys. Let him hear it. Awesome. And we are going to keep the show right on rolling with another friend of the show. This next comic is so funny. We spent a real fun time at a real fun festival in the middle of Columbus, Ohio once and ate some very ridiculous grilled cheeses. Please give a warm welcome to Renee Gauthier, you guys. Let her hear it. What up? Then we're actually doing it even right now. How are you? Uh, what's going on in your life as a comedy person? We've known each other for many we have years. For many years. And I feel like you have... I did cut my hair. It feels very different. <laughs> it does feel different. Because I, I knew all your stages of hair. That's true, you Long did. haired camera. Wow, yep, when it was all like yes. one length. Yeah. I know, I, I know. Like we had a similar haircut. We did. Point. Yeah. But I have uh, two much hair to do one length of long hair. Yeah. It does look like a straight up triangle. Understood. And so I have to like do your thing. Yeah, I have I to understand. I have to knock some I get it. I have to do some shaping. Otherwise it's a real problem. I only realized that looking back. Um I've been around for it. Yeah, so. I know. How is your life in Los Angeles? How it's is great. your LA it's great. Life? Yeah, it's yeah. great. What have you been doing work wise? Uh, I've just been writing on lip sync battle. I feel like I I knew it was something amazing like that. <laughs> that show's really fun. It's so fun. Yeah, we just had Kathy Bates on. Oh my god. I know. Nearly threw up like so I excited. and she was amazing. Can you say who she battles? Probably not. Yeah, she battled Tone Bell. <laughs> What? Yeah, they're on a oh, show together. Oh, because they're on the show together. Yeah, she was and Tone's everything amazing. you want her to be. Great. I can't wait for it to air. Like, it's so good. <laughs> and Tone was basically like, she, she's famous. Yeah, I mean, she's famous. he's a hilarious stand-up comic. Funny, he did a great job. But maybe not Kathy Bates. Well, mm. he hasn't, like, held anybody and broken their kneecaps. And I feel like because Kathy they were... Bates is like, nobody's Kathy Bates. That's like a Meryl Streep thing. Yeah, it's, you know... It's pretty. It's pretty. Dope. It's pretty up there. I'm really so happy good. for you that you got to work 
there. I just looked at this. I've worked here oh, for God. five years. Is that a bug catcher? That is like a fly strip. That's upsetting. Dude, sometimes I feel like people would not believe where we were physically standing. It, I didn't realize it was so unsavory until you pointed it out. I'm sorry. Now it's let's like, leave immediately. There's fly corpses. There's fly corpses chilling out on a stick. a stick. Yes. Well, so thanks for the deets about the upcoming television program. I will you definitely know. be watching. <laughs> Give it up for Renee. You know, uh... What is amazing is that I actually do, I, number one, of course, I wear uh, natural deodorant, and I'm not actually, this is not, this is not, none of this is to refute, I, what, what Renee said, I, I use a powder, I use a powder that is also white, and I travel a lot, and I'm just saying, like, I know what it is, but I'm certain that some people think I am a different kind of a person. <laughs> Just coming in green rooms? Jesus Christ, there's white powder all over this place. <laughs> Just soaking up some sweat. <laughs> I really love your dress. You. you look so great. Kiwis? Yeah. Amazing. How was your day? <laughs> what did you do today? Yeah? You slept in and then had dinner. It's a significant sleep in. Yeah, what have you been doing? Oh, I don't even know. I literally don't even know what you're talking about. What is that? You know, honestly, I'm not sure I had to ask that. I felt like I now that I'm hearing it, I feel like I could have gleaned from context clues. <laughs> Who's we? Uh, my friends here, my friends uh, here, and my friends here. <laughs> <laughs> what if I hadn't asked that question? All of our lives would have been so much worse. Amazing. Your timing is amazing. And it was so loud. It had such a sound. Yeah. <laughs> Hooray. Wow. Wow. I mean, I can see I can see y'all at Dapper Day for sure. Where did you get that fan? It is the loudest fan I've ever heard. I mean, like a hand fan. What's that? What would you even call that? Anyway, uh, a fan. Where'd you even get that little guy? The internet. Uh-huh. They have everything. Well, that's cool. That, I mean, hey, how, how do y'all know each other? What's it, what's it like having adult friends? Tell me how you could meet them. Where would you even meet people that you would be friends with? I'm the photographer for the event, and so I met all of these people photographing the event. Except my husband, who I met online. <laughs> awesome. I like everything. I like that, I like this relationship. Not next to me, behind me. And fan me. Yeah. 
And you all met at the event a couple of days ago, and then Smith. No, years ago. Years. You've been dapper for years. <laughs> of course. Of course. What a cool crew. Are you all local, or did you travel in? Uh huh. Um, but, but fuck that Disney place. <laughs> um, but I'm moving out here at the end of this month, and then they're all coming out one by one as they get their lives in order. You are. Wait, hang on. <laughs> hang on. Hang on a second. You have gone to an event about being put together at specifically this Disney park. And you've created a family network, and you have decided to relocate one by one to Los Angeles. We even have a family name. What, what is it? The Dapper Dicks. <laughs> what if I hadn't talked to you? <laughs> Who all are dicks here? That's awesome. I'm blown away and, and impressed with your level of friendship and just being adults and finding people that you would do that with. That's really rad. Welcome to the city soon, and welcome after that, whenever you get your lives together. And I don't know what that part means. Yes. And you have to... Oh, you're literally selling houses? Everybody has houses? How old are you? You look very young, some of you. I'm 22. Do you own a home? Well, I'm a nurse. Okay. That's all I got going for me. Oh, you're a nurse? Yeah, that's it. Well, thanks for doing that work. It's really important and kind of unheralded, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you own a home? I'm a nurse. These are all homeowners? Just the nurse. You're homeowners? What is the age of you? I'm You're 25? What is happening? Florida's a lot cheaper. I get it. I get that Florida's cheaper. I understand that. But still, it's a house that you own? Unbelievable. Rhea, it's like that show Fixer Upper. Where is she? They're always we love we love that show Fixer Upper with Chip and Joanna Gaines. We don't like that they give their children such gendered activities, but we like everything else about the show. And we like the relationship between Chip and Joe, and we think it's a really fun show to watch. Gaines, was their last name? What do you not know about Fixer Upper? No. Oh my literal god. Is it show on HGTV? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> it's not about owning a home. It's about finding people in Texas entertaining. <laughs> and they're always like showing people houses and the people are like, I'm 14 and a half and I got to move out of my parents' house. <laughs> I'm trying to buy a fixer-upper because I only have $500,000 to spend. <laughs> um, well, you know, sell your house, and then, boy, are you going to 
be in for a surprise. <laughs> you have like looked at Zillow, right? Okay. Hmm? What? A box? Well, that got very dark very quickly. We do have a pretty big problem with homelessness. Oh shit! Well, what do you do for a living, twenty-four-year-old and twenty-five-year-old? Mm-hmm. Yep. And a, baby. and a trust fund baby. At least you're honest. And I want to open a dispensary and uh, delivery service here. Trust fund baby wants to open a dispensary and delivery service. Honestly, you're going to make it. Because in order to make it in that market, you just have to have a lot of disposable income and no real risk. Well, friends, let's hear for the Dapper Dicks. It is so nice that you decided to spend the evening with us. And this next comic is hilarious, and you are going to be so happy that you're here. Obviously, the whole show's been great, but God, I, I, love, I love this comic. Let's hear it right now for Moshe Kesher. Give it up for Moshe. I was just, I had to, I, I didn't know, I was just backstage, so I was trying, I, I was like doing imagination work to what the, but luckily you are one, exactly what I was picturing. Like a hundred, per, like absolute, I could have cut the textile myself. I knew what you looked like. I could picture the old school car that you rode in on. How are you? What a good show, huh? How's it? What fun. Fun. Have you had fun? Yeah. I was talking to uh, to you. Yeah. I've been watching your work as an audience member, and it's been uh, it's been very impressive. A lot of these a lot of these clowns out here are just throwing their heads back and laughing. Not you. I like that about you. My favorite part of you, and I don't want to turn this into a savaging session, but is when you do laugh. It's even more fun than when you don't, because when you do laugh, it's more. It's like this. And that was the only way I could tell that you were here for this, and I like that. I'm also here for this. How are you? It's so weird. I keep making eye contact with the person I want to talk to, and then another person talks. I didn't mean that. That sounded way meaner than I meant it to sound. I meant it. It was about lights. You answered when I said, right? And you're, you're cool. Like... No, like, Rhea and I always say we're, like, the same person because we always, like, dress the same. And then you're here, and you're, like, more us than we are. You're, like, the ultimate us. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge compliment. We're both in show business and are very successful at it. And uh, that is the most important thing that a person can be. I don't know what Cameron was talking about pandering to the nurse or whatever, but... Uh, <laughs> I used to be on Chelsea lately, so I think that I'm the hero here. What's what did you say? I said don't fall off the stage. Oh yeah, okay. That's a very interesting heckle. It was very supportive. <laughs> it's like don't fall off the stage, bitch. I mean that in a positive, like really don't, because it's a dangerous fall. I liked it. I didn't know what it meant, but I it felt like a thing that someone had said often in entertainment venues, but I had never heard it. 
Don't fall off the stage. I liked it. What did you mean by it? Oh, fair enough. Oh, I didn't see that you were diving into the, the, the true social uh, net that you, the nurse community, is. And I just thought you were, like, doing some fun slang. And you were actually talking about the systemic problems of Obamacare's falling apart. And that's really cool. I take it back. I think nurses are awesome. And Chelsea Lately was a bad television program. <laughs> no, it wasn't. There wasn't. <laughs> I am... Um, now I just want to talk to you guys for the rest of the show. I was thinking about doing some material, but I, uh, I'm doing a... Uh, hey, by the way, if you like what I do, and how could you not? Um, I'll be here tomorrow night. I'm doing a live recording on my podcast, and we're talking about Los Angeles history. So for you dicks that are getting ready to, you know, come to L.A., jump in that Pacific Ocean and get your dicks wet, uh, come learn about the community you are about to infiltrate. Uh, Moshe Kesher! Honestly, I cannot believe I've known Moshe for as long as I've known Moshe, and we've never had a conversation about lesbian text-based erotica. <laughs> I know. I fucking love that shit! You wrote it. It's our oyster family. Yes! <laughs> it's our oyster. Oh, Rhea. Cameron. This has been an amazing it's show. It's been a great show, has it not? time for Rhea Butcher. And one more time for Gabriel Esposito. We will see you next week. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap with your hands together. Put your hands together. This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.